Hi, everybody. This is Sass Jordan, and welcome back to the freaking awesome podcast, I believe. This is episode 25. <laughs> yeah, man. <laughs> Let's kill that bass head. Alright, let's do this I'm on the air, we on the air, we got this pockets flow It's me and Tony on the mics, we gotta let you know Of current events, little gaming, sprinkling some entertainment We stay humble, but our mom still thinks we're famous Turn up the bass and baby, maybe let that magic flow Our spoken word is all the things you really wanna know Having a good time on the show, T-Bows and Maddie G Tune in and hit subscribe and join us on the FAP Welcome everyone to the Freaking Awesome Podcast. I am your host, Anthony Bose, and sitting across from me is an empty chair. Uh, yes, Matt, she <laughs> couldn't make it here this evening, but don't worry. Uh, we have an extra special treat for you today. Uh, today on our show, we welcome one of uh, Canada's most vivacious women. She's a singer, an actress, a television personality. She was the recipient of the Juno Award for Most Promising Female Vocalist of the Year, not to mention nominated for Best Female Vocalist multiple times throughout the 90s. She was the only female judge on Canadia, uh, the Canadian Idol for six seasons. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, please welcome my guest and co-host for today, the beautiful Sass Jordan. Sass, thank you very much for joining us. Here we are, kids. <laughs> yeah. I love this energy. This is going to be a great episode already. We can tell. Wow. All right. Let's get into the news. We're going to do a quick news article today. Okay. Uh, today, the space cookies have landed. Uh, the what? The space cookies have landed. Oh my so, God. Okay. I know. Are Get they chocolate chip? Uh, they are. They are chocolate chip <laughs> cookies. So, uh, I mean, we see all kinds of news about space technology and leaps of bounds in innovation. Uh, astronauts were excited uh, about their last shipment of supplies to the International Space Station. Amongst the fresh food and snacks was a batch of cookies. But unfortunately, the astronauts were forbidden to eat them. The cookies were part of an experiment to test the effects of microgravity when baking old-fashioned chocolate chip cookies. The cookies, oh, were, <laughs> the cookies were baked and then blasted back to Earth aboard a space capsule before landing in the Pacific Ocean for scientists to pick them up and study the cookies. No way. Yeah. <laughs> now... I, Did I'm gonna... they have any pot in them? Right? <laughs> I mean, space pot. This is space pot. <laughs> now, I got to tell you, in a time of poverty, recession, homelessness, environmental concerns, and veterans that aren't even being supported by their own government financially, suddenly we have a budget to send cookie batter into space in a rocket, <laughs> and then that same budget to blast it back down to Earth in the name of cookies. Space cookies. <laughs> like, is this really happening? Is this a necessity in our world that we need, know, need to know the effects of space on baking cookies? <laughs> oh, my God, Anthony. I don't even know where to start with this one. I'm telling you. I, I mean, there's so much we could say about this. Right? I mean, I have two questions. My, 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 okay, my, my, my first one is NASA. Were they good? And, and and where can I get one? Okay, were they chewy? <laughs> right. Uh, were they crispy? Because uh, or... I tell you, if it's a dry cookie, they wasted their money. Indeed. And pro- 
you know, I think on their way back to Earth, they might have, uh, all the moisture in them might have been uh, sucked out of it by space. Right? <laughs> right? I mean, if they suck it out of a human body, if you're exposed to space, just imagine what it would do to a cookie. <laughs> and because of the temperatures, would they be freeze-dried? Would they taste like freezer burnt? <laughs> well, I think that's... That's the point of the experiment, Anthony. Right? This is the whole point. <laughs> because I tell you, with, with Elon Musk wanting to blast a bunch of people to Mars, if they don't have their motherfucking cookies, they're going to be really upset. <laughs> I tell you, I'd be like, nope, that was it. I blasted myself off to space and I couldn't even enjoy one goddamn friggin' fresh cookie. Uh, that's like unbelievable. Unbelievable. There's so much stuff going on right now that's like totally unbelievable. Yeah. But I think, is it because, was it always going on or is it because now that we have the uh, capacity, the, the ability to share all this crazy information, it seems like it's it's kind of new. Right. But is it new? I mean, obviously the cookie thing. Uh, come on. Babe. Well, I don't know. That's maybe new. they made brownies back new in the ish. 80s, right? <laughs> you know, maybe maybe <laughs> Apollo 1 uh, get, went up with magic brownies for all we know. You never exactly. That's what I'm thinking. See, that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm thinking over yeah. here. NASA, you got to get huh. back to us. And, and at the same time, we need to know where we can get some tang. That's it. I want to know, like, oh, my God, there's so many questions. I have so many questions. Right. Seriously. <laughs> I mean, were they the kind that you, like, chop up and then stick in? Was it a microwave? Was it, you know, how'd they cook them? Yeah. Like, I, I how'd they cook those suckers? I didn't realize the, the International Space Station had a, a, an easy-bake oven. Maybe it I went up with an easy-bake oven. Was it an easy-bake oven? Right? This, these are the important questions. Right, because I don't know yeah, if they would man. allow open flame in, in a space station, right? So I maybe feel, it was like cooked I, by a light bulb. <laughs> <laughs> or, or the rays of the sun, Right. <laughs> they just open up the solar panels and throw some cookie dough out on it for five <laughs> seconds. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, <laughs> wow. Okay. Uh, if we... they were singing space cookies, that might be. <laughs> Every time I say the word space cookies, I think of poo. Right. It, sounds like, it sounds like some like a new invention in, in the world of poo. Yep. In the world of uh, you know septic disposal. I, and I space better cookies. <laughs> space cookies. <laughs> and you have to say it like that, right? Space cookies. Space cookies. <laughs> and and then I, I, and I better get a glass of moon tum- milk. <laughs> There you go. Oh, right. yeah. Oh, that's a good idea. Moon milk. I right. like that. I'm feeling I'm feeling a new venture coming on. That's right. <laughs> there at least there's some uh, so, you know what if I you can sing the milk moon milk blues if if we don't get moon milk out of this. I like it. Yeah. I like it. So Talk about the moon milk blues, baby. <laughs> So we got another article here, and this one was really just for Follies because it, it – I, I got to tell you, there is some stupid crimes out there, um, but our favorite are the ones that come out of Florida. Oh, God. Okay, so yeah. Brace yourself. I'm wait. I'm ready. <laughs> so the article read, um, package labeled bag full of drugs leads to Florida man's arrest. No. Yeah. So the article was, two men charged with drug trafficking could have done a better job hiding their wares other than using a bag labeled, bag full of drugs. Uh, oh Ian's... <laughs> Where do you get this 
<laughs> you would be amazed the news that's around okay. the world that we have to be like, is this really real? And in, and this show is all about finding these bizarre articles and like having to like cross track <laughs> to be like, is this is this can't be real news? Surely people can't be this stupid. Um, oh yeah, they are. And and oh, I'm amazed. Yes. Florida is our ah, Florida. You're our favorite friends. <laughs> so. <laughs> The way I'm not th- saying any. I am not saying a word. <laughs> right? Yeah. Hey, I mean this. This almost beats the the uh, the the. I don't know if you heard about this, but there was um uh, a high quality sex doll for rent out of BC. Hey, what what constitutes high quality in a well, sex doll? That's well, they're like those know. really expensive, lifelike ones. But what does that even mean? Like, I mean, they look like a real person, about? but it's it's still a. A piece a of doll. silicone plastic, yeah, you know. So intriguing. Yeah, I know. BC I've never. I, I I need to see one of these things. I yeah. can't even. You you, you can I, easily Google it. Uh, the company is called Natural with an L, N A T R L. <laughs> yeah, check it out. You'll be amazed. Um, but this article read that uh, Ian Simmons and Joshua Reinhardt, both 34, pulled over in Santa Rosa County on Saturday after a trooper clocked them going 95 miles per hour on the Interstate 10 uh, in the state's uh, panhandle, according to a Florida Highway Patrol arrest report. The trooper determined that Reinhardt was the subject of an active felony warrant for violation of probation in Orange County, so he called her back up. Uh, the Santa Rosa County Sheriff's de- deputy arrived to assist, and a canine alerted them to the presence of contraband in the vehicle. Uh, when they went up to the vehicle, they found a bag in the back seat labeled "bag full of drugs," and inside was approximately 75 grams of methamphetamine, uh, 1.6 sorry 1.36 kilos of the date rape drug GHB, one gram of cocaine, 3.6 grams of fentanyl and 15 MDMA tablets and drug paraphernalia. Uh, both men were taken into custody and taken to jail. Uh, they're charged with trafficking uh, in drugs with the possession of the drug per- paraphernalia. And the police officers posted on Facebook, note to self, do not traffic your illegal narcotics in a bag labeled, bag full of drugs. Our canines oh, can read. Shit. Here's <laughs> the thing. At least they were honest with their labeling (laughs) (laughs) which is more than you can say for a lot of the products you find on the shelf holy macaroni if i was stupid enough to be a drug dealer in this day and age i gotta tell you i would be labeling a bag full of candy but maybe they have Um, other things maybe in their house they've got bag full of flour bag full of salt bag full of candy bag full of drugs and they don't want to mix them up when they're baking (laughs) especially when making moon cookies Moon milk cookies, space <laughs> cookies. Oh hell, bell. Yeah, these people—it's—it's it's so. It's like, oh, no word, no word. <laughs> right? People are amazing. Absolutely insane. Yeah, you know, absolutely. from from the stupid to brilliant, I have to tell you, people continue to amaze me no matter where I go. Oh my goodness. Yeah. Oh my so. goodness. Is this Earth? <laughs> it is. I have one question. Yep. Is this Earth? I'm just, I'm not entirely positive. Yep. <laughs> I, you, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's like, jeez. Well, Anyways, pretty cool. It's it entertaining. Is. Yep, it's definitely it's entertaining. entertaining. Yep. So, <laughs> that's, you oh just you just God. came off the uh, David Bowie tribute tour, correct? I did. How was I did. that? 
It was amazing. It was relentless and intense and amazing. And we did, I, it was like two and a half weeks. It was one of those experiences where you have no idea what day it is. Or you have a clue about the time of day because are you in sound check? Is yep. it dinner? Is it showtime? Is it bus call? Is it, you know, one of those kinds of things? Mm-hmm. But it was, it was an astounding experience because it is absolutely, it never fails to amaze me the power of music to move humans. It's just, it's so, uh, it's, it's awe inspiring. It truly is. You know? Yeah, it really is. And so, and I mean, the people in the band all are alumni of different bands Bowie had, except for uh, Mike Garson, who's the keyboard player, and it's really his whole project. Mm. He was with him for 40 years, you know, so like yeah. he was there through pretty much everything. Um, and it, it was, it's, it's, whew, it's hard to even describe. I, I, really I would is. imagine there was a lot of emotions throughout that tour. There is. Um, it, you see people crying in the yeah. audience, like everywhere. Yeah. But, it's, but a, you, it's an astounding thing, yeah. Even even with a lot of the artists, because I mean, David Bowie was was uh, such an influence on on many of them, including I believe he was one of your major influences. Uh, yeah, Sorry. absolutely. Well, see, he to me, Bowie was uh, was a trailblazer, in in insofar, I mean, he basically, in my opinion, responsible for the start of glam rock and the and the acceptance of gender diversity type of thing. You know, yeah. like he start, he's the first person who started all that. Yeah. You know? Yeah. It's and true. and and at the same time was a genius showman and a, a wonderful songwriter, wrote the most incredible his his like Oh, I, I, sorry. I'm just. I got so much to say. I'm having a <laughs> vowel movement. <laughs> I like that. A it's getting movement. stuck. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean, it, it is astonishing repertoire. You know, his, his catalog is just. It will blow you away. Mm-hmm. And I'm. I was a huge Bowie fan uh, up until about Station to Station, at which point I started going off in other directions and didn't really follow his stuff as closely as I had been doing up to that point. Mm-hmm. But it's like even then he he would have these songs that just broke through everything and that everybody like he who doesn't know modern love or China girl or you know mm-hmm. all this extraordinary stuff. Yeah. Like I, the, the guy was yeah. he was amazing, just, just amazing, just beautiful. Yeah. I mean, he was such. Um, I mean, on top of everything that was going on, like you, as you said, like he he was that the beginning of that androgynous period, um, you know, bringing in uh, the gender bending of, of music. And, yeah, um, you know, he had such an amazing vocal range. Uh, he he yes, performed with he so many other people, including, um, you know, Freddie Mercury and, and Bing Crosby yeah. and uh, John like he, Lennon, John Lennon. Like he spanned so many of the ages. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, through all of that, he was just top class. Through through everything, he really was. You know, he yeah, was the, chame- the chameleon of rock, darling. Yep, that's right. You know, and <laughs> and he really, amongst like many people, he, like he really kept kind of his private life private through all of it. Like he he yeah, didn't he sure really, did, yeah. you know, and and it's so hard back then, especially in this day and age, um, to to try to keep things private. 
And, well, uh, it's much harder now, for sure. That's, yeah. that's a guarantee because, I mean, like cell phones, two words, cell and phone. Yeah. Um, and, I mean, he, that, see, that, I think that if he, he'd come out now, which couldn't happen because it's not culturally possible at this point, but yeah. it wouldn't, it of course would not have been the same thing. It was like, it was, he was definitely, as we all are, he was definitely a product of his time, Yeah, you know, but he paved the way for so, so much diversity, I think, you know, just. It was, I mean, he was the first person to say, I'm bisexual, you know, yeah. live to, and, and just put it out there. Whether or not he was is irrelevant, yeah. but he, he said it. You know yep. what I mean? It's like, exactly. that must have taken some, it, it was either balls or he was completely on a different uh, wavelength, which I feel may have been the case. Yeah. It is really, really strange to be that famous. It's, it a, it's a very, it's a, it's a peculiar Mm-hmm. state to be in i you know i personally do not envy anyone i think people get into it without realizing the the, the implications in you know what comes of it it's yeah. you're no longer in charge of really your world to a very large degree when, yeah. you know can you imagine being like harry and megan right now Yikes! yeah yeah, yeah. No, thank you. <laughs> right? Um, <laughs> big but, fat, no, thanks. I'll take a big fat pass. It's on true. That. Yeah. And, you know, his music was, um, you know, we, we want to say it was ahead of the time, but at the same time, he was creating all almost all the new genres as he was going. Like, he was making that, as you'd said, groundbreaking uh, music as he was going. So you could say he's ahead of his time, yet you could say he was the pioneer of almost everything yes, that's been going, absolutely. right? absolutely. No, absolutely. So, yeah. Um, the only thing I can think of that he wasn't, he didn't get, he didn't really seem to get into is reggae. Yep. That's <laughs> and true. Hip-hop. Yeah. Yeah. Although he could have, you know, I, he I still, could've. he could have. Uh, I mean, I saw one of my favorite, um, uh, Christmas things is, is actually him singing with, uh, Bing Crosby, uh, the little drummer boy. Yeah, I know. Little and, drummer boy. I know. Yeah. It's such an amazing video seeing the two of them together and, um, and, and just harmony between the two of them is just beautiful you've got this old crooner and and uh, a pop star as you know together it was just almost unheard of at the time right so it was it was, it really was. Nice. Uh, again that's right it, you're exactly right now nowadays it would be more um common i suppose yeah. to do something like that where you mix like two completely opposing genres yeah. it's more it's like you see it all the time now yeah. relative to then. That was really the beginning of it. You're so right. Yeah. They didn't do a lot of collabs then, and, and now people do it all the time. No. Yeah, yeah exactly. So, Including singing with, like, videos, video or holographic versions of people who are no longer with us on the Earth plane as far oh, as we know. Right. Just, just beautiful. <laughs> like that, the man's mind was was a beautiful thing. I just, I, yeah. I you know, it would have been a loved. I, I would have loved if he had uploaded his consciousness into a computer so that people could continue to ask him questions. Right? Um, Ooh, just, yeah. that is interesting, Anthony. <laughs> I think it's still accessible, though. His his consciousness is accessible to. Uh, to anyone who taps into it, yep, for to, sure, to the right people. You know? So we'll we'll have to yep. wait for that next iteration of David Bowie coming out, right? Yeah. yeah. Every, <laughs> and the thing is, everybody would recognize it when it happens. hundred <laughs> percent. Yeah. I mean, the guy is just like he—he he was unmistakable. He was definitely an icon. He was definitely one of a kind. I would say, yeah, yeah for sure. 
Um, so speaking of, of blues, um, tell us about uh, Rebel Moon Blues. Rebel Moon Blues, baby. Mm-hmm. I've been talking about that all day. I've been talking <laughs> to different people. So Rebel Moon Blues, how did it come about? It came about because I was asked to do a blues record, to which I roundly replied, are you out of your freaking mind? No. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't fucking doing that. Yep. <laughs> and then uh, circumstances changed, and... And somebody said to me, somebody who I really uh, pay attention to as far as their opinion, said, you know, it's not that far of a stretch from what you already do. Mm-hmm. It might be a really cool thing to do. And how about the song um, Still Got the Blues by Gary Moore? And I was like, fuck yeah, I can, I can, yeah. yeah. And then I realized how much the blues have been a ubiquitous part of my musical journey you yeah. know i i don't suppose that anyone who does what i do could say it wasn't it, there's roots to mm-hmm. music mm-hmm. now and those roots are firmly in the blues and jazz yeah you know those are the two that's the beginning of it and everything that comes out now has its roots in there yes. you know it, 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 although some of it very far removed it's at the top of the tree mm-hmm. uh you know of music, the musical trees, so to speak. Yeah. So I, I said, yeah, let's do it. And, we, and then the song just, I, I thought, well, let's do something that would sound great on vinyl. And you don't want to really put more than eight songs on a vinyl record yep. because it just, it's all about the groove, dude, the groove. Yep. So these, and I did, we did one song that I, that we co-wrote that I co-wrote with Derek Sharp. Mm-hmm. And the other seven just sort of appeared to me. It was like, I didn't even have to look that hard. They were just like, do me. Yep. Do me, do me, do me, do me. They were always there and just I waiting was like, for you. Uh-huh. Yep. It's, it was, it's kind of like when you write songs. It, it, it's like they're already written and you just mm-hmm. sort of receive them. Yes. That's how it's always felt to me. And I've seen other artists say the same thing. Uh, you know, in a different way, but they say the same thing. It's absolutely true. It's like everything exists already, and you just have to unearth it. Yes. You know, and it's so much fun. So I had such a blast doing it. I'm going to do it again. That's amazing. Oh yeah. That's that's so good. Um, and it's it's <laughs> so it's funny that you mentioned that because uh, I mean, if you go back and you listen to. Uh, a lot of your your early albums in the nineties, there you could totally tell there is some blues roots in your songs. Um, oh yeah, you know there's, sure. there's like, blues a lot of, rock, a lot of passions, that's a lot of heartache that's in there, and uh, it's yeah. it's really amazing. Um, it, it's so funny because um, <laughs> you know I, I've got a lot of younger friends who who weren't aware, and and the first thing they say, well, well, what songs does she do? And you know I had to step back thinking, wait, well, wait a minute. This was the first album my brother ever bought. And I remember listening to him playing it over and over and over again uh, in his room. And um, What album? Your album. Your first album. <laughs> Holy macaroni. Yes. <laughs> wow. Yeah. That's I, it, awesome. <laughs> it, was, it was so amazing because when I said you were coming on the show, he almost blew a gasket because he's like, oh, do you God, remember? He, yeah. <laughs> he was like, do you remember? That was the first album. I was like, oh, no, no. I know. <laughs> you played it so much. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. That's, so. Oh, my God. That's yeah. insane. So big, wow. big fan there. My brother Mike is uh, 
is a huge fan. Of hey, yours. Mike. Yeah. <laughs> you should have been on the show with us. I know. I know. He's he's in Ottawa, though, so he couldn't make it. Um, he would have loved to, no doubt. I, in fact, there wouldn't be time for regular wow. questions because I'm sure he would have so many questions for you. <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, of course. It's, but it, it, yeah, that was that was 1989. Yeah. I take it. I think it was yeah. 1989. Yeah, which is you know last century. Just saying. Oh, no, it does. It's not that long ago, really. <laughs> <laughs> We're in the oh, roaring twenties, baby. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> oh my goodness, I I I, I always hate. I got to be careful of what I say so that you know my listeners don't realize how old I am. <laughs> you know what I say, Anthony? You should be proud of how old you are because you have one option, and that is dead. That's true. So, <laughs> and so do they, and they'll be older too. That's I right. Mean, that's the way that that's the way the whole damn thing goes, isn't it? So it's, it's true. like I think it's time for us to start celebrating having made it as far as you've made it, and also. <laughs> embracing the idea that well, the people that are coming up behind you need something to go, okay, it's not such a fucking tragedy to get older. It's exactly. Because like, you know, <laughs> it's going to happen to you other than the other option. Yeah. Right? I, Cake I'll, or death. I'll hit my, like, 80s, and my kids will be at that point where, like, super embarrassed or super love me. I don't know, but I'll be like, still kicking it, baby. <laughs> <laughs> and they'll be like, I'm going to be like daddy. Yep. <laughs> I can only hope. <laughs> no, mom, mom's a treat. Everybody loves those. <laughs> um, so, I mean, just just speaking of, we were talking about gender-bending ways of, like, David Bowie. Um, so a lot of the, the, the songs that you, you do were very male-dominant songs uh, for Rebel Moon Blues. Um, well, yeah, but, but you, there, yeah, yeah. So in this day and age, I mean, we're in the the, the time period where everybody gender bends. So the, the way a song was changed, they will change the lyrics to be a, a, a she instead of a he, or a he instead of a she. And uh, but you just kept it au naturel, like you just yeah. sang it as it was, which I, you just don't see much anymore. So why just, why well, why did that, you choose that? It's, it's not it's not that uncommon. It's just it was like what's the point in changing the gender? For me, I was just like it's a song. Mm-hmm. It has an energy and a vibe mm-hmm. and I'm after that. And I don't it's just, you know, yeah. who cares? It's like well, who cares? And luckily now nobody really does anymore, you know, and it's like who cares? Exactly. Because if your music's going to touch someone, they will relate in their own way. And, and in their it. mind, they'll just be like, well, that, that totally relates to me. It doesn't matter if it was a she, it still relates to me. Exactly. Yeah. Because in the end, we all come from the same space. And I exactly. feel we're all going back to the same space. Yep. Yep. We're, we're all just the same. Not energy. to get too damn deep, but you know <laughs> what I'm saying. <laughs> no, it, it's okay. I, I've got this, you know, I, I'm, I'm, people want me probably to shut up about it, but I'm, I'm obsessed with um, uh, magnetic energy. So, well, you know, trying to create electromagnetic power. energy. Well, yeah. So, like... trying to create energy uh, based off of uh, magnets. And, um, and well, you and... don't have to create it. All energy is already created. But you mean trying to harness? That's it. exactly it, right? Uh, so then people yeah, okay, get people you. get like overwhelmed by saying you can't. It it defies the laws of thermodynamics that you can't destroy or create energy. It's always there. And you're like, yeah, well, yes, but but essentially, it's like I want to. Take this and put it into motion and make free power. <laughs> yeah, so, a la Tesla. Yes, Tesla. yeah, like Tesla. Yeah, exactly. Free energy, That's, man. Yeah, exactly. I love so, it. But you know, I I truly believe that uh, when when it's our time to leave, we're we're never really gone. We're just our energy just changes. Oh, hundred percent. 
that is a okay. That is a whole other podcast <laughs> that well, we could totally get into because yeah. that's the stuff I'm really interested in. Ooh, but one thousand percent, I agree with you. It, energy never dies; it simply changes form. Yeah. So therefore, you don't die. You know, perhaps your spacesuit, your body right. that you're using on sack. this planet. <laughs> yep. Yeah. But yeah. the other, aside from that, it's like, I think you just go back. Where the hell were you before you came here? Exactly. Uh, it, you know, like you got to think about that. Yeah. And music, music, ironically, it, that, that helps you tap into that space, that, mm-hmm. that kind of um, space where you don't need words or logic or left brain thinking anymore. You're just in this. In a world of feeling, exactly. you know, it's like meditation. If you do meditation, mm-hmm. if you ever practice any meditation, you you go into a space where the mind is no longer in charge, mm-hmm. and yet you can't say that you don't exist. You know, it's like thinking mm-hmm. is not what makes you exist, no. which is an intriguing thing because it goes right against what John Paul Sartre was saying when he was saying, "I think, therefore, I I am." That's right. Right. Yep. Bull fucking shit, bro. Bull <laughs> to the shit. Yep. As, no, you are. And then you think. <laughs> it's true. Whoa. You know, Deepest, I... like, deeper sense, deep <laughs> thoughts with Sass and Anthony here on the podcast. Right. Uh, you know, it's really <laughs> funny that you say Jean-Paul Sartre because I, I constantly, uh, one of my favorite um, books was, was by him, which was called uh, No Exit. And uh, I, I yeah. truly do believe the concept that hell isn't fire and brimstone. It's not below us in the earth. It's not devil with a pitchfork. Hell is other people. And, and if, if people cannot be good to each other, we will constantly be in hell. Yeah, it's 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 even. I'll go even further. I'll go you one further, which is hell is getting getting stuck in your own ideas about other people, mm-hmm. and it's all in your mind because it's all your own thoughts. Yeah. Uh oh, no. Anthony. Seriously, <laughs> yeah. we need to start another podcast. It's going to be another podcast. Let me tell you, it'll be the first it's person I call up. Of other yep. people that's your hell. That's you know, right. It's like what you think, mm-hmm. but you know, and then you know, someone would go. What are you talking about? When I'm brandishing a knife or what have you, it's like, it's the other person. Yep. Anyway, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> you know what? We, we, we get, will get into this. Deeper. Let me tell you, because um, I heard that you have started uh, your own whiskey brand. Oh, my God. And, yes. And Rebel Moon huge, Whiskey. Yes. And I am. A, now, first, where can I find this? It's going to be in the LCBO Perfect. when it comes out. Wonderful. Yeah. Uh, because when this uh, happens. Obviously, probably not every single one of them, though, oh. because each LCBO orders what they think is going to fit their market. Okay. So I can't guarantee it's going to be in all of them, but there's going to definitely it's going to be in some of them. And I'm pretty sure you'll be able to get it online. Okay. It rocks the Western world, baby. I love this stuff. I, so I'm a huge, I'm a huge whiskey fan. Uh, I really do. I, as soon as I, yeah, and as soon as I, I, um, I found out that this was happening, uh, I was like, I have to get some of this. And and oh now and now that we can have deep uh, existential uh, conversations, then that will be another show. It'll it'll be a hundred percent while we have a sip of our whiskey. Right, that whiskey. It's it's just it's it's such a fascinating world. The world of pardon the pun, spirits. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's a distilled spirits. It's so fascinating. It's something I know nothing about. And then I started getting into like the idea. Wouldn't it be cool if a female? Um, 
person who is, I hate the word celebrity, but I don't know what else to use, is, you know, who's known (laughs) in some way, has a public profile in some way, wouldn't it be cool if a female did it? Because if you look through whiskey across the board, you're not going to, I have not found a female quote unquote celebrity who's doing their own line of whiskey. Mm -hmm. Not one. I don't think so. Now I've I've seen there's what there's uh there's one called Bethany Frankel who does something called skinny skinny girl vodka or something like that. Okay. But I, I'm not entirely positively sure who she is, but that doesn't mean anything, you know, just because I don't know. But, <laughs> no offense but to her. in other words, it's not like yeah, no offense yeah. to her at all. She's probably I guarantee you she's better known than me. But the thing is is but not to me. That's for, the yeah, problem exactly. here. <laughs> well, for now, wait until your whiskey hits the market. <laughs> right? Yeah, God damn it. But the amazingly interesting thing about whiskey is it's fucking history. It is. The whistery yep. of whiskey is absolutely fascinating. I mean, you know, it's been, it's like has, I mean, it goes back so far mm. in our culture, you know, it's like it, 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 since it was used on battlefields, it was used as an anesthetic. It was used as a um, a medicine. Oh, I mean, so it. it was it was so a cure all for everything. Lore. Yeah, right. so much yeah. lore and history around whiskey. Yeah. That's what made me really want to do it. You know, I just thought it was just such a cool idea. Plus, I do a wine with yes. a, a winery in Niagara called Vineland Estates. So that was the beginning of it. And then I thought, wouldn't it be cool to do a whiskey as well? I'm yes. turning into a complete booze maven. <laughs> That's okay. We need more. <laughs> <laughs> We need more female booze, that's, maven. That's right. <laughs> you, yeah. you could be like the the booze baroness of of. Uh, there Canada, you go, booze right? baroness. That's it, baby. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, I'm, lo- I'm booze, really looking forward to finding the booze it. blues baroness. Yay! I like that. <laughs> well, I don't know. I think you may have just named the next show. We might have to call it Spirits or Booze or, and Blues or Booze and Blues. Yeah. <laughs> I'm liking this. Sit back, relax, listen to the music, and have a whiskey. Ooh, we could like make it all sultry. Dark. Yeah, to, like turn the lights down low. I love it, and have a space cookie on the side. <laughs> oh my god, That's you could make that in space Paris. Cookies. Yep. The space cookies also sounds like you know space. It makes me think of somebody who's had a lot of marijuana in their life. Yep. And and now We're that it's all legal cookies. up here in Canada, like I, you know what, th- that's what's going to happen. Someone's going to listen to the show, and they're going to make their space own cookies. brand of space cookies. And we'll do the moon milk, right? <laughs> mm-hmm. And then that's for that's the, a great that's name for a booze. <laughs> moon milk. Yep. <laughs> Holy shit, that's oh, brilliant! Moon that's, milk. I like yep. it. I'm liking it. I'm liking it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and if anyone listening to this gets an idea before us, we'll, we're going to have to come after you. Right? It's 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 patented. <laughs> That's right. The show, the episode numbers out there, it's it's already happened. It's Number been, 25. Right? Episode 25. You heard it right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So uh, at the recording time of this on, on February 6th, if, if you're taking it at any point after this and patented it, it's already taken. <laughs> so royalties are coming to Sassanai on this. So. <laughs> oh my god! On the other hand, I do admire somebody that like just takes an idea and goes for it. Right? I mean, must be a big fan of Steve Jobs. <laughs> yeah. And if they pull it off, then I'm going to be like, you know what? Kudos to you. Well, there is something to say. Like, if you've got the balls to take it and run it and make it millions out of it, oh, yeah, really good, God for, good on you, yeah. right? You know, absolutely. So absolutely. You, if, if someone believes in you as much as you believe in their product, they should be. They should have went with I, you and made lots of money. 
I just read about this six-year-old who is doing like eighteen million a month on YouTube. <laughs> Ryan's you world. My my youngest loves Ryan's world. How uh, old is your youngest? Uh, she is five. Uh, I don't know how this has even happened. I don't even know how she found this. Um, but she loves watching Ryan's World and and the fact that he opens toys and describes them. And, and really, you know, my wife and I were sitting back and thinking about this, thinking, well, wait a minute. This is this is like gambling for children. Like they're giving, they're giving children with these um, with these toys where there's surprise inside. You never know what you're going to get. It's a bit of a gamble. It might get a rare one. You might get an ultra rare one. They're putting that high into children already. Freaky, in I know. the form of oh, toys. God. I know. Right? Um, and besides which, if, if somebody's sex is doing 18 million a month on a YouTube channel, yeah. I feel there's someone who's. 50 behind it. <laughs> well, you know, it's it's really funny because um, they... Not, not necessarily 50, but you know what I mean. Well, yeah, I don't know really what his parents are, but his his it started off that his, um, you know, his, his mom would occasionally come in. Obviously, she was behind the camera and, and filming, and now she's kind of on camera smiling, and, like, it's, it's starting oh, to turn into go. Ryan's mom show. There you go. Yeah, exactly. It's, it's weird. Parents get weird about this, right? So oh, God, I, I hope that uh, his parents are better than Gary Coleman's parents. So. Oh dear! <laughs> Poor oh God, yeah. I hear you. Yeah. Um, all right. So I have to ask you. Um, you. So we we t- we quickly talked about how that uh, you were on uh, Canada Idol. Uh, that you were the oh, yeah. only yep. female judge, um, yep. which boggles my mind in this day and age. There are plenty of Canadian female artists, uh, including Biff Naked, who was on the show uh, not too long ago. Uh, why didn't they ask her? Why did I it have to be right? She is honestly the most wonderful human being I think I've ever met. She's lovely. She's, She's a lovely girl. Yeah. She cannot yeah. say a, a cruel thing about anybody. No, she's lovely. She's <laughs> I know. Lovely. She is so amazing. <laughs> we we were just charmed. I've never I've never come out of an experience talking to someone with such um like light in your heart and a smile in your face Aww, for days. That's awesome. It's 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 truly that's she's so wonderful. lovely. Yeah. yeah. No, she's a special she's a lovely human being. I agree. I, I so why didn't they balance the board a little bit better? Why why was it so is that truly where this industry oh, is where it's still so male dominated? Oh, I don't know. Who knows? I don't know. <laughs> I'm sure you and, can't and, say and, too much, but <laughs> it wasn't it wasn't, you know, this day and age. It was two thousand three to two thousand eight. Yeah. Right? So yeah. it that's still a that's like more than ten years ago. It's you know true. what I mean? Like yeah. a, a whole hell of a lot longer than that. So yeah, times it was still a, again, it was a different time. Yeah. Um, and I, it was a format. It's a TV. It was a TV show with a format, and they had to adhere to certain, um, you know, rules. It was a franchise. Yeah. It started. It started as Pop Idol in the UK by mm-hmm. Simon Fuller, not Simon Cowell. It was Simon yes. Fuller, who used to live in my basement when he was eighteen Get and out. broke. Really? By the way. Wow. Oh yeah. Wow. I have a long storied history. Yes. <laughs> Anyways, we will but, yeah. save that for the uh, the wine and blues uh, <laughs> or the whiskey the and blues. And blues. <laughs> booze and blues night. <laughs> That'd be a wonderful conversation. <laughs> so yeah. yeah, that that's and and then of course I I do have to, to ask you about uh, I mean you I, I wasn't aware but you've done off Broadway shows. You you were uh, I did one yeah I did love, one love yes. Janice yeah where you played uh, the lead Janice Joplin 
a fabulous Janis Joplin, right. and it was so. That was a weird situation. How surreal too, is that? I was not a fan of Janis Joplin at the time, and what happened was, I got an offer to do this audition in New York, and they would. They said they would fly me there to do oh. the audition. Well, you and I both know I'm not going to get that job, so <laughs> I'm like fucking a. I got a free trip to New York. I'm going to go and visit my friend Loretta for the afternoon. It's going to be super wicked. I'm going to have a blast. And then, you know, I'll just do this audition. You know, I'm not going to get it. And then they'll fly me home. Like, freaking fantastic. This is like the best ever. Yeah. I go, I do this audition and against, oh my God, they go, you got the job. I'm like, no. No, I don't <laughs> want this job. But because I, because I, you know, taking advantage of this free plane ticket, yep. I couldn't, I couldn't, I couldn't say, uh, <laughs> look at the time. Yeah, I'll be busy. Oh, like I'd love to take it, it, but I just got I would, another call. <laughs> totally fucked myself. Totally. That's but hilarious. of course, it ended up being pretty. It, and it ended. It ended up being a really interesting experience. Of course, like it always is. Yeah. You know, it was five months of sheer hell because it was the hardest thing I've ever done in my life, right? Bar none. Because not only did I have to sing nineteen Janis Joplin songs a night, I also had to um, do what they call sides. I had to talk, like I had to learn. Oh yeah, you know, apart and the speak. lines and yeah. Oh, for God's sake, it was horrific. <laughs> and I am not, I you know, this oh actress, Dasher, and I'm not a fucking actress. I can't act to save my life. Right. Although I try, and for some reason I get away with it on occasion. <laughs> but I'm not a trained actor, put it that way. I just like I'll just take the the lines and pretend they're real. I guess that's yep. what actors do, but they have skills that yeah. I do not know. <laughs> yeah, like you know what I mean. So. <laughs> It's, I mean, my job does it's a different require world. a certain yeah. amount of acting, but it's not the same type of acting, yeah. 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 So anyways, yeah, it, it was a, an extraordinary experience, and one I shall never repeat as long as I live. <laughs> if I do Broadway again, it's going to be on goddamn Broadway, You'll not do be on it. Broadway, yep. <laughs> <laughs> and it better have big and lights. And only if I get to play Freddie Mercury, that's it. Ooh, that would be exciting. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Wow. I'm teasing. Yeah, I, I was gonna say I could I could totally watch that. So I was a huge Freddie Mercury fan. So. Or maybe Cinderella. Yeah. Yep, Cinderella. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, you know what I forgot to mention? Um, I what? was speaking with Ryan Malcolm earlier today, and uh, he sends his regards. He's uh, he's from he was on season one Canadian Idol. Yep, yeah, he was the winner. Of season I, one. I know exactly yeah. who you're talking about. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So he, good he kid, good kid. Yeah. He seems to be uh, living life. Everybody's and it, a kid so. to me at this yep. point. <laughs> it's true. Yeah. Um, so one other little fun tidbit of information for the listeners out there: um, a little well-known fact about SAS. Uh, you were appointed the honorary colonel of the 417 Combat Support Squadron. I certainly was, and, and that was another amazing experience. That yes. was six years you held that that title. Ah, uh, three. It's three. It was three. Oh. It was three. But once an honorary colonel in the RCAF, always an honorary colonel in the RCAF. But that my, um, when I was actually going to see my squadron, it, that's only a three-year, uh, what do you call it, Term. like period. It's yep. a three-year commitment yep. out in Cold Lake, Alberta. It was oh. a, a 
extraordinary experience because I'd never had anything to do with the military before that. And actually to be amongst the men and women of our amazing military was a really eye-opening uh, and fascinating experience. And it was a com- it's combat support. 417 is combat support. So yep. they don't, so what they do is they rescue like downed pilots, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Not it's not like uh, going out and rescuing somebody on a boat or anything like that. Yeah. It, it's it's uh, it's in house type of thing. Although they will sometimes get called up for civilian uh, search and rescue stuff. Okay. But it was I I was like repelling in hot helicopters, being asked to like fly the helicopter, which is of course a joke because there's two pilots and yeah. I, I had, I had control of the damn thing. That's and amazing. that was a mistake. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to like, that is Freeze a perfect cookies. opportunity. Right? <laughs> she screams as it drops a hundred feet. <laughs> Holy shit. Holy shit. A monkey. Yeah, yeah. It was, but it was a lot of fun and it was, it was really, it was moving. It was a, an amazing thing. That's yeah. really cool. That's good. Uh, so we're going to lead into uh, the the next uh, section of our show, and that is the rapid fire questions. This is generally done by Go Maddie G. Go for it! But uh, yeah, I'm going to start this. So it's, it's like uh, the Rorschach test part of the kind show. of yeah yeah mm-hmm. uh, not as blotchy, but uh, very simple questions. <laughs> we will we will uh, ask you 20 quick questions, and you just tell me the first thing that comes to your mind. Oh, I love this. Okay, here we go. Favorite movie of all time. Oh, shit. I can't think of the name of it. Oh, my God. Fuck, it's a sci-fi, and it's uh, Blade Runner. Oh, excellent. Good choice. Wait, maybe The Matrix. Maybe The Matrix. Okay, good. Still good choices on both of them. I'll give you that. Uh, Favorite rock concert of all time? (laughs) Fuck, I don't have one. Okay, I've already failed this. (laughs) Oh God! Yeah. Definitely not. No, 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 no. no. <laughs> My favorite rock concert right now. I, I'm gonna. I'm gonna go with Bowie. Diamond okay. Dog. Excellent. Yeah. Good choice. Uh, favorite food. Oh, God, here we go again. Uh, croissant. Ah, delicious. Uh, favorite book. It's not true, but I mean, oh. I'm just going with First whatever comes into yep, my head. That works. I love a lot of foods. That's the problem. <laughs> there's no favorite anything Maybe. on my... It's like, don't ask me my favorite color. I'll have to kill you. Uh, nope. Do you have a favorite book, though? <laughs> my you... favorite what? Book. <laughs> no, not a girl. <laughs> Whip. Oh, Power of Now. I'll just say that. Power of Now. Okay. Uh, yeah. Do you have a favorite Marvel character? No. Okay. Uh, favorite song. Jason Momoa. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Aquaman. Jason Momoa. Yep. That works. Uh, favorite uh, song from the past year. <laughs> this is horrible. You're killing me over here. You're just killing me. Well, I love. I, it's like when you say that, I need a title. Okay. And I can't think of a title because I'm on the spot, but I love this record. By a guy named Jason, not Jason, Jordan. Strange that I would forget my own last name. Jordan Rakai uh, and uh, I, Oasis. Oasis. By Jordan Rakai. Okay, perfect. Um, the favorite DC character. Is that like uh, like Marvel, but it's DC? Yeah, like Batman, Superman. No freaking nope. idea. I don't okay. know. I don't know. Okay, I don't know the difference. All right, so this will be the easier ones. Uh, beer, okay. scotch, or wine? 
He says that right? innocently, thinking <laughs> that's going to be an easy answer. All three. Okay. I like that. That's good. Uh, I like Boo. Yeah. Boo is good. good. Boo is good. Yep. Uh, PC or Mac? Mac. What's your spirit animal? I would go with, oh, not to be ordinary and boring, but cats. I love cats. I was expecting I also whiskey. love dogs and every other fucking animal on the <laughs> earth, so that really... Chops, flask, gorilla. Yep. I had read somewhere you said whiskey to do it once. I was like expecting that one. <laughs> um, Putin or fish and chips? Fish and chips. Okay. Who killed the radio star? Uh, I would have uh, uh, MTV. Oh, that was an amazing choice. I was trying to catch you in a, in a, in a, in a fool there. Um, oh, no. Most people would say it was the Come Buggles. On. But but it was actually MTV, and it was yeah. ironically with the Buggles, the Buggles from, who did yeah, the who killed who the video, it, video star. Yeah. Horn. Yeah, 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 yeah. Damn, you're good. Um, Metallica, <laughs> Metallica or ACDC? ACDC. Handshake or fist bump? Handshake. Weirdest secret talent? Reading minds. Ooh, I like it. <laughs> That's the first time ever to say that. <laughs> uh, yep. Name one artist or band you'd like to collaborate with. You fucker. How can you do this to me? D'Angelo. <laughs> okay. Uh, have you ever peed on something public? Peed? Mm-hmm. Like taking a leak? Yep. On something public? Yep. Yes, darling. The last time I was acting as a beagle... <laughs> <laughs> we were we were really surprised. Something public. Yep. I don't think I do not recall that offhand. But you know, give me a give me. Let me see if I can answer that at the end of it. I'll okay. I'll thought of something by then. What's your worst fear? Betrayal. Oh, uh, sweatpants or yoga pants? Yoga pants. For sure. And the biggest trick question of all, what's your favorite podcast you've been on in the last 12 hours? This one. Yay. This one. <laughs> that, is that it? That's, that's 20. That's 20. I'm so, oh, I'm bummed out because I want to keep going because oh. I love this shit. Except for well, it's always what's your favorite, which is really tricky for me. Well, people love I don't to know what you generally love. have favorites. Oh, well, it's good. It's I good have a bunch of favorite things, but yeah. yeah, it's like what comes to your mind first is always the thing. And it's only in that hour that it came to your mind first, because mm. by next hour, it'll be something else. But that's you know, true. that's the beauty yeah. of life. What, what is the changes. favorite today? <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Or this hour. Like I it's, said, yeah, right? this hour has 22 minutes. Right. How many times do you go up and you have a beer and you're like, ooh, I like that. Then you have another beer and you're like, oh, I like this one better. <laughs> right. <laughs> Only in yeah. only when you're like in a craft beer place and they're giving you those um, the flights. I was gonna ask you. I'm a huge craft beer fan, so I, I didn't know. Like, are you a beer beer fan or a craft? Beer no, fan? I'm not a beer beer fan. But if I'm gonna be a beer fan, I definitely am gonna go for craft. Definitely, 100. percent I beer is is the least favorite for me out of them all. I it makes me feel full, like yeah. stuffed up. Like, same same thing. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I think you get to a certain age, and then suddenly you realize that you're just full, and you're not even drinking. I anymore. never you're liked just, it when I was younger like, at all. Eh. <laughs> well, fair enough. I didn't like it at all. I, it's only recently that because my one of my best friends is a huge beer drinker, so she always makes me go to craft craft uh, beer places okay. with her, and so I've learned to, you know, 
enjoy the hop. Yep. And also, of course, when, when I, I've been touring a lot in Europe recently, and of course, you know, the beer there is like spectacular. Oh, oh yeah. there's one that's really good called La Chouffe. And it's funny because it's got a little gnome on the label. It's Belgian. Go and it's got a little gnome on the label, which, of course, mm-hmm. goes with the David Bowie thing, the laughing gnome. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, yeah, this is like, see how everything connects, man? I'm going to have to try to find this. Lashouf, C-H-O-U-S-S, like Frank E. Excellent. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, I'm on. Well, we have Woo-hoo! one more question for you, uh, running out the episode. And this is from uh, actress director Kristen Van Nest. She asks you. Do you have a TV show that is a guilty pleasure? Something that you love to watch, but you feel silly about telling people. Yeah. See, I don't care about telling anybody. I'm like, I have, I just don't care about that. But I, sadly, right? Yeah. I have about 8,000 of them. And the first one I'm going to think of off the bat right this second is Killing Eve. I loved it. There's, so many TV shows that I love. Like, I would rather watch a TV show, episodic television, than, oh, fuck, stop. Yep. Stop, take <laughs> it back, hold, <laughs> stop, drop, and roll. Dark Matter. Oh, excellent. Yeah, they're yeah. very, oh God, very odd this. kind of like, thing, individual episodes. Yeah. Yeah, I like sci-fi. Uh, I like sci-fi and fantasy. That's like my top, top thing. Then after that, like the crimey stuff, like Killing Eve, the yep. weird shit. You know, mm-hmm. I love that stuff. I, I, oh, that's, that's so amazing. brilliant. So what, many what did you shows. think of the new it's Star Wars? So... You know what? I haven't seen it. Wait, yeah. which one? Uh, like, what's it called? Well, the newest one is the the Rise of Skywalker. I see that. Oh my god! It's like the end of Star Wars series. I don't think I saw it. I don't okay. think I saw it. I have to see it. Oh, man. Oh, man. Stop. Oh. I, I could go on and on <laughs> and on. I think we should do an episode just on sci-fi fantasy TV shows. Deal. I, I am all, I'm, I can, I'm like fully on that. Like yep. I'm fully into that. Like I that can was sit and talk sci-fi rock. like all day. It's great. Oh, my God. Okay. Yep. Uh, uh, you gotta you got to follow Joseph Malozzi on, uh, on Twitter. He's okay. a badass. He's a guy. He was a showrunner for um, – Stargate Atlantis, okay. all the Stargates. I love yep. Star- the Stargate stuff. I Stargate love, yeah. like, oh, 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 did you see the new Star Trek um, Discovery? Did you see that? Uh, I had seen the first episode. Fuck! Know, stop I everything know. and just stop this right? freaking podcast right now and go watch it. Cause <laughs> Shut it down! <laughs> yeah. Shut her down. It's sick. It's so good. I love that. it. Yeah. I, well, I'm, oh I'm, I'm really excited to see uh, the new Picard and, and see how that plays out. So that's a new series. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Yeah, this is the stuff I love. This is the, yeah. Now we're talking. Now we're talking, my <laughs> Excellent. Well, unfortunately, we have to round this show out to the end. We're but, out of uh, time. We would. Baby. I would definitely love to have you back. Or if not, we should do another one with. Uh, oh my God, Once I pick so up your whiskey, uh, we will. We'll have to do uh, a sci-fi and whiskey and and a, okay, and Ant- a whiskey. Anthony, yeah. Do me a favor. Yep. When you get the whiskey, read the back label. It's okay. important. Deal. I will quiz you on it. Okay. okay. That Sounds that is good. that is a promise. This was a blast. <laughs> Excellent. I hope I hope people stayed awake through the end. Oh, I'm sure. And we love you all and we'll see you next time. Excellent. Well, I can't wait to have you back again and chat again. We really appreciate the time. <laughs> Woohoo! Thanks, Ed. Thanks, Ashley. Bye for now. Have a wonderful night. You too. Bye. Ciao. Bye. Bye.
So this is a good time for us to pitch our social media. You could get us on our website. Thefap.ca. On uh, Twitter. Is the Fap 4 You can get us on Instagram. Is the Fap Podcast. Don't forget our Facebook. The Freaking Awesome Podcast. And uh, you can always reach out via email. Thefappodcast at gmail.com. I'm on the air, we on the air, we got this pocket. Ah, uh, uh, not again. Wicked sweet. <laughs>